Welcome to the Spiritual Executive Podcast with Sajal Shah, here to help conscious creators thrive in the world of work. They find their bliss by allowing the best of themselves to shine. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how do I know I'm making a difference? For the spiritual executive, making a difference is fundamental to their identity. It is so important that we feel that we're contributing to society, that we are delivering something of value, uplifting people, empowering them in some way, leading to a common good. I know for my own part, that has been a motivation at key stages of my whole career and even in my personal life it's something that drives me and is so woven into my identity I don't know how I could separate it. Whilst it can be part of our identity it has its pitfalls. I want to look at some of those pitfalls and then also look at how we can evaluate whether I'm making a difference. The first pitfall is overcaring. We can fall into the trap of over-empathizing with another person's situation. That can go so far that we are then affected. We lose our ability to be clear-headed, our ability to navigate situations with confidence and ease. In essence, we can fall into the trap of being drawn in so emotionally that we lose ourselves. That can be incredibly painful. A second problem that might seem very related, but it has its own distinction. A second problem is feeling responsible for what is out there, which is out of control. So it's slightly different. In the first, overcaring is an emotional response. Feeling responsible has a sense of involvement in leadership, a sense of involvement in being the one responsible to manage and take care of, to take action, to resolve. And when we feel responsible, we can be too drawn in. So similar to the overcaring emotional response, we end up diminishing our power. We end up feeling that we have pushed ourselves out of our our limits, out of our emotional control, and we end up really diminishing our strength. Both of those are very dispiriting, and they can leave us feeling that we're not making a difference. One of the best ways I have found of overcoming those is clearly to tend to any emotional wounds that can lead to that way of being, but then to adopt the following structure. In my experience, the spiritual executive knows that they're making a difference based on what they see in their outer world. We live in a world of work where there are lots of metrics for assessing reach and results, ways of measuring how skillful you've been, and this can be quite data-driven. So those outer results do matter and we do pay attention. But, and this is a big but, 
our ability to influence in making a difference does not come from those outer world results. With a spiritual executive, it actually comes from their own sense of being nourished internally. When we feel that we are in connection with whatever we believe in, whatever gives us strength, we actually move into a place that is very empowered. From that place of strength, we then have the resources to take appropriate action, to host conversations that are pragmatic, useful, and enriching. We actually need to feed ourselves in order to make that difference. If we base our assessment on how we're doing purely on an outer world look, it can end up feeling like a death by a thousand cuts because there are so many ways to analyze and criticize what we haven't done, what we haven't achieved. Those judgment pieces can be very dispiriting and draining. So in navigating this issue, what I would suggest is first connect with what nourishes you. Think about how sustained you can feel. And then let that guide you to action. That action is going to deliver outer world results. And those results will be felt. Let me give you a practical example of how this worked out recently for me. In the face of what we were already seeing at the beginning of March in the war in Ukraine, there was clearly a huge amount of devastation already being wreaked and it was concerning for me. I felt guided to offer a no-cost group, tapping EFT group, to help those in my network watching those scenes to move into a place of greater calm. Clearly these people invited weren't in involved directly with the conflict. They're not on the front lines. People who are in survival mode cannot be dealing with their emotions in the way that we do with EFT until they're in a physical place of safety. And I took this group of people to deal with these issues. In hosting this, I knew that my own sense of peace and calm would be what would help support the group. I feel very comfortable speaking in front of groups. I've spoken to, in person, to groups up to a thousand strong, and even online I've done plenty over many decades now. Um, Definitely the in-person has been over many decades, the online definitely over the last 15, 20 years. So that is something that is very much within my ease. However, hosting on this kind of topic that can be triggering for those participating, that is an immense topic emotionally when the situation is constantly unfolding. It emotionally was a really big one to hold the space for. And I went in with a view to making a difference because my belief system is that where more of us can move to peace, then we have a better ability to influence that in the outer world and generate 
supportive measures towards peace. That session went really well. Already in the session, I was aware of the shifts and changes. Within 90 minutes, I took people from a high level of stress to peace and expressing love towards the the situation. That is pretty remarkable given the intensity of the topic when suds were very high on a number of issues. There was an understandable degree of anger, rage, sadness, very strong emotions. And to clear those in 90 minutes and move people towards a genuine connection of peace and love was was profound by most measurable standards. If I had gone into that session feeling overly responsible for what other people would feel, over-caring to the point of my own distraction for what the group was experiencing, that would have backfired. And fortunately, I was able to sustain it. And I had a a good group experience for participants and for me. The way that I know I'm making a difference is even one month later, I'm receiving emails telling me how much appreciation people feel for what I delivered. I had two today and they told me in very appreciative detail how impactful that session has been. That session has now been viewed many times over as I have shared it in different fora and on my website. And hopefully it'll continue to be of support. I know I'm making a difference with that piece. And that came from really tending to my inner state, modeling the peace I wish to express, supporting others to find their own way to it. So I did that by embodying that peace and empowering others to find their way to their own version. And then I let go. And in the days after and even now, I am receiving feedback about how I am making a difference. So in summary, I tended to the inner world and the outer world came back with feedback. This approach does have the potential for a pitfall. One is that we can be blind to what is going on out there. If we're only listening to our internal state, how do we actually know that we are making a connection? We could get so caught in an ego trap thinking, well, this is exactly what it could be and should be. There's nowhere further to go. The spiritual executive knows that there will always be opportunities to grow and change, no matter how well we do. This is the nature of how we evolve. There are sometimes small, sometimes larger course corrections in moving forward. This allows us to draw on our values. It's not that we're blind to our faults or blind to areas of growth. We allow the feedback that comes to help us grow. And thus we keep evolving, keep growing. In the same example I've given, I had one course correction that came up. I connected with the wider field of emotion on this topic of the war in Ukraine. And in the days after, I was quite aware of it to the point where it started to affect my health. 
the skin on my throat developed a rash and there was no real other reason for that rash to appear. It was quite bizarre how it came up, but I could feel that I had connected with a wider area of emotion in relation to this, one of terror, one of fear, and that isn't my normal state. As I addressed those insights that came up, my skin healed quickly. And that's the gift of being true to ourselves, that where we notice a blind spot and tend to it, then we rapidly move back into our place of calm and centeredness. And now I have an even clearer awareness of how not to take on responsibility for that wider field of energy. I hope that was helpful. I look forward to supporting you again another time.